0: hi guys welcome to another episode of the whiskey consultant today we're going to be talking about nika from the barrel a very special japanese whiskey so if you're ready to learn get those whiskey glasses out because class is now in session hi guys welcome to the whiskey consultant i'm your host Susie lee and i'm recording this from the beautiful mile high city of denver I hope everybody's week is going great so far and we're now into the middle of October and what a nice month it has been here in Denver. The weather has been beautiful and the smoke is starting to clear from all those fires. So you might be wanting to have something nice and elegant to sit outside in your on your patio or maybe uh, while you're doing a little fire pit and you want something nice to sip on. Well, my recommendation is... If you can find it, try Nika from the Barrel. I recently got a pour from a friend of mine um, a few months ago, and I decided to give it a try. I've been kind of saving it for my podcast, and it was a very, very pleasant. Um, the night I tried it, it happened to be kind of chilly and it seemed like a nice night for sure I had a nice cigar with it a nice little nub cigar to go with it and it was a good pairing uh, really so Nika from the Barrel is one of Japan's most allocated whiskies. they only send a few bottles when they do and when they do it's very rare I can't tell you when the liquor stores are going to get them they tend to release more during the holidays um, I think Japan knows that they can make a little bit of money from the holiday shoppers looking for something cool for Christmas, but really, I've only seen Nika from the barrel a couple of times and it's very few bottles. It's usually three or four and no more than six. So if you're out and about and you happen to see this really cute square-shaped bottle um, hiding behind your liquor store's uh, desk or register, that might be your cue to go and Pick it up. It's gonna run you about eighty to a hundred bucks MSRP. Odds are your liquor store is probably gonna jack it up a couple of bucks, so expect to pay maybe over a hundred bucks depending on where you go. Is it worth it? I think it's definitely worth it. So the Nika is a very drinkable. It's at fifty one point three alcohol, so it sounds high, but it really doesn't drink like that. There's a little bit of a tingle, but not a huge afterburn like you would expect in something that high. They really managed to blend it in a way that it was very elegantly finished when I tried it. So there's a lot of fruit up front in the nose, almost think Cherries Jubilee a little bit. There's going to be some cherries, there's going to be some vanilla, and definitely vanilla, and definitely some cream. And then in the tasting of it, there's that cherry, again, that's very upfront. That's probably going to be from the sherry cask they used to finish. It was a very nice sherry cask. Whichever sherry they used, they didn't say. But it really is apparent, but not so much so that it overpowers everything, but it does add some great sherry notes to the actual whiskey. So in the tasting, like I said, chocolate, cherries, definitely cinnamon, definitely nutmeg, and a little bit of wood in the back but not overpowering sometimes like our American whiskeys can be. And it was very very elegant for a whiskey. I would say this could go up against a very nice high-end scotch. Maybe not a LeFroig 16 year, but then I'm a little partial to the Lefroig. So I I think something in the middle um, think you're Glen Levitt's think you're uh, McAllen I think this is actually better than McAllen um, but what do I know so I really respect Japan and the kind of patience and art they put into making these whiskeys they put a lot of thought into the blending process and what tastes good with what so, of course, this is a blended whiskey, much like scotch. And really, the only difference between Japanese whiskey and scotch is that it's made in Japan. So, they take pages from How to Make Scotch and translated it into whiskey. And it's very, very good whiskey. Nika from the Barrel is definitely one of my favorites. This is a very high-end Kind of special occasion um, whiskey that you kind of want to only break out if <laughs> if you have a special occasion. I wouldn't drink this every day, so I would definitely say this for a get together during the holidays. This would be a great present for somebody if you know they're a whiskey enthusiast maybe a great present for your uh, whiskey consultant if you should go, go that route but um, at the price point you might think I don't know if I want to spend that much on a bottle of whiskey if you do I think you'll be pleasantly surprised um, Lefroy, you know can go from anywhere from 30 bucks to over 100 bucks and I would pay any amount of money for those Lefroys. so I kind of compare it to that a little bit even though it's a little bit like comparing apples to oranges but the elegance the taste the overall thought process that went into it it really makes it worth your money so we talked about Masataka Takatsuru who worked for Centauri as a master distiller and when he got popular and decided to break away from Centauri he made his own distillery which is Nika from the barrel so Nika is different than most Centauri products and you can definitely tell that, but Nika is kind of Masataka Takatsuru's little brainchild, and he put a lot of thought and effort, and you can tell that training that he got over in Scotland really shows through in the Nika from the barrel. So, like I said, if you are trying to get into Japanese whiskey, and maybe you want to treat yourself a little bit, and you happen to see one of these out and about at your local liquor store, odds are it's going to be a rare sighting, but... I encourage you to look for them because they are a lot of fun and very, very, very tasty. So, Nika from the Barrel, kind of in my top 10 of whiskeys and I hope that you are able to try one of these at some point. They do have some s- shelf sitting Nika's. Nika Coffee Grain, Nika Whiskey Grain are very good offerings of Japanese whiskeys and f- the Nika line. They'll rent you about 40 to 80 bucks. I have the Nika Coffee Grain. It's very good, but it's totally different from the Nika from the Barrel. It's very, very different, even though they were made by the same company, probably the same base whiskey, um, you can definitely tell the difference. But if you're looking for something a little bit uh, easier to find and a little bit cheaper maybe try um, some of the median range Nikas first and then see where you want to go from there. That's why I kind of took a chance on the Nika from the barrel because I already know the Nika lineup and it's a very good line indeed. So if you're looking for something new, try the Nika from the barrel if you can find it And I hope that you can and guys that's going to do it for me today I hope everybody has a great rest of your week and a great weekend and as always if you have any whiskey loving buddies send them on over to my Facebook page at The whiskey Consultant at facebook.com we'll be glad to have them and if you have any questions comments or concerns about whiskey or how to shop for whiskey or which, which whiskey to look for sorry that was a little tongue twister there then send a question or a comment on my Facebook page and I'll be be glad to answer, or maybe we'll even do a podcast on it. And as always, I love pictures of you guys, um, sharing your whiskey pictures and what you're drinking. So keep those coming as well and have a great rest of your week. So that's going to be it for me today. I hope you enjoyed this podcast and hopefully you can find some Nika from the barrel. And as always keep testing, keep trying and keep exploring the world of a whiskey. Cheers.